everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And this is Jake. And you're listening to A Date with the Holiday Bake. Holiday special. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the bake-off king. Oh, that was good. Queens. That was it really was good. good. So we're talking about how should we start. So, okay. Pretend I'm saying normal sentences. Here's this, what we're going to do. Kimberly's going to describe who these people are because Kimberly remembers better than anyone here, meaning me, because I'm the only other person here who's ever seen these people before. Jake, these are new people to you. So Kimberly can tell you a little bit about them. So the, what you need to know is that for the holiday specials, they bring back four bakers and then they do, it's a one-off episode. And they are always people who didn't win, except for last year, they did one with a winner. And it was okay. Kay Scandalique because people did not like that. They felt like they already won. They don't need to come back for a redemption tale. So Fair. Very strange. It was very strange. And then they feel like they have to prove themselves if their win was a controversial win. And it adds a whole nother element to it. So- People are excited to do a redemption, so they want to win. But at the same time, they know that you're not getting, the, it's not as big as winning the actual thing. So they're mostly just there to have fun, which makes it just delightful fun. There's so much less pressure and there's a lot more joking around and it's delightful. Now, the thing to know is that we get these a year late. So we always get the holiday specials a year after England gets them. So Mike Vos, our OG British listener, has been telling me to watch this special for the last year. And hmm. the Dairy Girls won for like the last year. And I'm like, Mike, we don't have it yet. So now we finally have it. So interestingly enough, so there, that's why one of our hosts is totally different. Because it is from a year ago. It's also why they're not wearing masks. It's also why they're not wearing masks. Great call. Yes. So who we have, we are four people. I'm delighted by them all. Last year's holiday special, one of them I was delighted, one of them kind of disappointed. I It wasn't the most out, great personality people that I would love to see in the tent. It was a bust. It was a bust. I Thank you for, yeah. I, okay. We were not excited to talk about it because they were not exciting. This year, whoever chose totally them, redeemed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, that that's... I felt like that was, yeah, I was surprised to hear that you guys weren't excited about last year because I thought this year we had a lot of good personalities. No, it was like Katie wrote me. She's like, are they good people? Like nervous because of mm, last I year. I was worried. Okay, and gotcha. I said, no, trust me. These are the good ones. Yeah. Okay. Whoever chose for that last one last year, it was, I don't know what they were thinking. I think something happened. I think people like couldn't do it or people said no because I think that the reason that the winner came in, Candace was the winner, Jake. And I think the reason she was in is because somebody backed out last minute. I think something happened because this, it was a very strange mix of people. This year was how it should be. But I'm not even talking about the one with her. I'm talking about the one with the red haired guy. Wasn't she in it? No, she she was in a different one. Oh, I think I might have not liked the last two then. That's possible. I wasn't crazy about the one she was in and I definitely didn't like last year's with Liam. Yeah. Like, I did not like it. And so. I love Liam. But remember, there was that one lady who I couldn't even remember. Well, this one had someone I can't remember. So oh, let's did. get into it. So <laughs> we have Bryony. Everyone, I think, remembers Bryony. Hands down, she's amazing. 
super crowd favorite. Yeah. Super bake-off, like, favorite of the masses, I would say. Favored to maybe possibly win her season. She got far. That was a scandalous, like, she got cut right before the final, and it was sort of a rip-off. It was, she could have won the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. then she got cut right before the final. She's super talented, and she's a public champion for people with physical differences. She's just kind of incredible. And they never even talk about it, that her hand is different. And the things that she does is just incredible. But she's been living with it her whole life, and it's like nothing to her. But she's super creative, really beautiful bakes, just talented. And her personality sparkles. So she's fun to have on the show. Then we have Yan who was a personal favorite of mine. I don't know if she was a crowd favorite, but I just loved her. I very much enjoyed. She's delightful. She's 100% herself. 100% herself. She's a geeky lesbian scientist. Right. Love her. Who rides a scooter to work and one episode fell down and had a giant bandage (laughs) on her chin. She's like, I fell on my scooter. And you're like, yeah, pull just, it together. You're on Bake Off. She's like, such couldn't. a nerd, and she's so fun. Loved her. She's And she did, like, this ramen cake that was incredible. It looks like ramen. Like, she's super talented. Also, she's kind of cool because she knows the science behind a lot of things. So she, you know, can tell, like, temperatures and things. And, you know, she, she has some skill behind what goes into the bake. She knows the science behind it. One more thing about Yan. She is competitive. Yeah. I don't know if you could tell, Jake, but she is. She was pretty competitive during. She wants to win. Yeah, gotcha. Like, yeah, but then we have Tom, who is adorable and an architect, and I don't really remember much about him, but I remember a positive feeling about him. If that makes sense, Katie is shrugging. She's the shrug emoji right now. He left in week four. So that's probably why we don't remember him very much. But I remember liking him. I just don't remember I, of much. Of course ab- you liked him, Kimberly. Because the one thing I wrote down was Kimberly's boyfriend. He is super handsome. Because I'm sure you loved him <laughs> when he was on. Yeah. He's six foot nine and has a 27-inch waist. <laughs> he's, he's handsome. <laughs> or something. His grin, his yeah. smile is beautiful, I have to say. Great teeth. He's also very tall, like incredibly tall. I was really surprised. I was like, damn it. Turns out to also be really funny. He had some great lines in this special. I don't remember him. I'm guessing also he wasn't this fun on the show. Yeah, I think we just didn't get enough of him. But I remember liking him a lot. I just, if you asked me like what season he was in or who else was on, I couldn't tell you. But I remember fondly liking him. So then we have Terry, who... I definitely remember his fancy, fancy facial hair. It's a little less fancy in this because usually he has the curly cues on the sides, I feel like. Yes. Right. Did he not have them this time? He had the panel bar this time. He did? Okay. And he's most famous for this cake that he made. It was a selfie cake made out of biscuits. And the icing, he did it and it looked like paint. Van Gogh. Like Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it, Jake? They showed it for a second. It looks like sort of Starry Night. It's yeah. It's pretty cool. So he was another, just, he's very fun. We like Terry, too. Right. I would also like to point out that I said Van Gogh and not Van Gogh. Van Gogh. I feel like I should get. I would have ended the podcast right there if you had I said that. I feel like I should get a friendship point for you that. You do. 100%. You. Okay, You're good, good. for it's the Christmas. year. I don't actually know anybody who says Van Gogh. The year. Van Gogh. Who does? 
they got there's plenty. a reason for that because he would not be friends you with wouldn't them. be friends with them right i just want to let you know that i went to art school and i'll say they got <laughs> and i say adidas so yeah so you ruin things in other ways so <laughs> let's get to our judges slash hosts Prue is on rainbow-colored crutches, what and happened? they don't explain it at, they all. Don't at all. Well, she's in a cane in one part. Is she on crutches the whole time? Because in another part, she's walking up, and she's got one of those little cane walkers with her. What happened? Did she break a hip? It seemed like a hip injury, but I, at the very end when they're coming out, I thought her shoes were two different colors. Like, maybe one was a boot, so maybe she hurt an ankle. She had an ankle Dust injury. Boot. Yeah, I had a severe ankle injury several years ago, and I felt flashbacks. Crutches. Joe Biden currently has exactly. a DOS boot. Exactly. He does? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he—, oh, yeah. he Broken ankle. So, or a foot. I, it's a fracture. He broke his foot playing with his dog, getting out of the shower. <laughs> Precious cargo, <laughs> people. Stop yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. So they don't explain what happened to her. We have Sandy back. Now, this was what I was most excited about. A, because I missed Sandy and I didn't really realize how much I missed her. She was never my favorite, but like I missed her. But I was also super excited to get Jake's reaction because he's never seen Sandy before, and we've probably mentioned her several times. Right. So yeah. I was super excited to see what you thought of Sandy. Do you want to? Oh, she's great. I love her. You love her. She's terrific. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's great. I do like her. She's kind of a middle ground between, like, she lets the she lets Paul and Prue be a little bit more heavy, and yeah, I think she's a nice yeah. balance between the wackier night Noel. Whereas, like, if you have too wacky, it's almost too light. Mm. And I think I think Paul and Prue have been more approachable because of that. Maybe I mean, it's just, that could just I be my think impression. that's maybe because it's a holiday special, though. And Prue and Paul are way less harsh when it's a They're holiday really special. Nice They're very in the nice. holiday special. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I still felt like they were about the same. Level, I guess, but they were, they did seem pretty charitable during the whole episode. Yeah. They also were coming around quite a bit. They were coming, like, they do come around a bit more to the tables, I feel like, in the holiday special. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I think a tad bit more. It seems like you see them a little bit more. They're very, like, well, they're just very good spirits. Paul was reckless side eyeing Bryony's. Bake at one point, right? Yes, he was. <laughs> it's yeah. just really funny. Yes, he was. Yeah, and at one point, he friend. just started touching someone's. Yeah, like, what do you get out of <laughs> like, here? Like just literally feeling the biscuits. See, yeah, the yeah, exactly. That's not great. I <laughs> uh, can't do that. Are we going to talk about Paul's sweater up front? No, or we'll at do the it. End? I think we'll do it up front. We'll do it normally is Noel sweater watch, but we have Katie explain Paul's sweater. He's wearing a silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> Arctic snow bear. What's going on there? He's wearing a silver fox sweater, which is a bit on the nose. For a silver fox, a little on the nose. It's on a brand. On the nose. It's like if Anderson Cooper was wearing a silver fox sweater. Did you guys think that they? He asked the post people to blew up his eyes just like a little bit. <laughs> do I think he wears? Do I think he wears blue tinted contacts? Is that what you're asking me? Oh, or did he go and you know special send a like a little package to the color corrector? Be like, hey, what do you think? Maybe just a little twinkle. Do I think he wears blue tinted contacts? <sighs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't okay. want to go on record on anything against Paul because he's scary. But I do. I think it looks terrible. No, and I do like the fact that he was at least it was a fun sweater. 
Mm-hmm. It was fun, and I liked that. Noel was way offbeat. He was not wearing any Christmas color whatsoever. Three different sweaters in one sweater. It was a hot pink. It's like a weird and yeah, an animal print. Leopard. Yeah. Bizarre, and he has so much stubble too. What's going? Maybe he's up. Is he filming something? He could have been filming something else because yeah, his hair was true. short. Yeah, so, that's true. Mm. I going back to the Sandy thing. I will say her and Noel's beats in this compared to her previous seasons were subpar. So I think ex- expect a lot more if you go back and watch their seasons because they had some amazing time calls and some bits with costumes and like some stuff that was funny. And this I just felt was like, okay, it was fun to see, but I don't feel like that's totally representative of the banter that they sometimes had. I see. They also had a lot of clunkers. You think? That's what I'm saying. In the real thing, not in this one. I'm saying over the years. But there was a, a f- several seasons. So if there was like a reel of all their best ones, it would be better than what you saw here. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I see. So, okay, signature bake. First of all, they're all wearing green aprons and this tent is decorated beautifully. I should set the scene. They are making 24 cake pops, which is how you know this episode is a year old. Cake pops are amazing. My favorite. Because I don't really like cake, but I like cupcakes because I like the f- moist frosting. Sorry for that, using that word. And yeah. the cake combined. And basically a cake pop is frosting and cake combined. So amazing. And Katie makes cake pops. Yeah. They are. I had no idea that the special sauce is. You didn't know that you mix it together? That's how they're so like wet inside. Not wet, gooey. It's like a molten lava cake almost. That's like, why they're inside. so dense. They're like. Yeah. It almost feels unbaked. Yes. Like, yes, it feels yeah. like dough. It's f- you're right, exactly. Because I was going to say it's the like fancy version of muffin balling. Yes, it is. <laughs> except you're mixing it with fr- if you, this is Jake. What this is? If you were to muffin ball a cupcake, that's what a cake pop is, and then you coat it in hard in a harder shell. Yeah. Yeah. I was delighted, but I also know, number one, how unbelievably messy these are, and I knew they were and making multiple flavors. And that they're not the easiest. Yeah. Like to get them to stick on the sticks, what every single person was worried about during this challenge is very difficult. Yeah. It was, it's a pain in the rear. And they weren't doing just traditional balls with maybe sprinkles on top. They were doing shapes, which are very hard to get to stick and not break. And and then the decoration was, let's just be real, is that the drawings of what each one was supposed to look like did not exactly end up with what they ended up looking like, but they would have been really detailed and amazing with these decorations. Totally. I would have done a smiley face. Yeah, exactly. A balloon. (laughs) A balloon. (laughs) I think Pac-Man, real topical reference for you. And then, uh, boy, uh, a stop sign. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Hot air balloon. Oh, that's better. That's that would better. have been yeah. cute. Your four design elements. Yeah. So Tom is doing four times the baking of everyone else because everyone else is doing one kind of sponge. He's doing four different kinds, which made me think he's in it to win it. He's going yeah. for a showstopper in the signature. And that's portents all kinds of doom as well. <laughs> it's like it's a oh, Rowan. God. It's what we've said about Rowan and a bunch of other, there's always one every season who overpromises and then can't deliver. My favorite 
I'm going right now, hands down, favorite banter with a host. Yan and Sandy. Yan reveals that she had some biomedical papers published because she's a brilliant scientist, but she's also going through menopause. And so she's got a lot going on right now. She does, yeah. Hysterical. And then Sandy says that she has hot flashes too. So they're going to have hot flashes together. Delightful. Just so freaking delightful. Also, she's wearing a shirt with an elf collar on it, like a faux elf collar. Kermit? It could be Kermit. It's green pointy triangles kind of around the collar, almost like a pumpkin or a... There's got to be something down the front. It's like a, I don't know what... We're missing it under the apron. To me, I read I read elf because it's Christmas time. It must be. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure it out. What does Sandy's sweater say? It says Jewel. J-U-L with our, is French for something, probably. I think it's Dutch for something. Oh, maybe. She, remember, she she's Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it Yule, like Yuletide? Maybe. In yeah, maybe. Dutch is Jewel? Maybe. Okay. I didn't spend too much time on it. I didn't give it a bang, but. It has lights on it. I wonder if it stands for light or something. Did it have a candle or something? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It has sparkle. Sparkle, a sparkler. So Yan, because she's the scientist, she has this great technique, which I don't know if we've seen before, is to get the cake to cool down so she can work with it. She has the baking trays ahead of time in the freezer so that when she puts the cake on it, it'll cool faster. Science. So they're all doing these Christmas-themed cake pops like snowmen and reindeer, which means they're making, speaking of Katie's love of miniatures, which we spoke of in our Burnt Bits episode for our Patreons, these tiny little top hats for the snowmen and these tiny little carrot noses for the snowmen. Like we, like you'd have to use tweezers because picture the size of a cake pop with a full dress like a snowman. You would, the, you'd need tweezers to put on. I could on. hardly stand it. So cute. I took very little notes on the sections that weren't mine, but you better believe I wrote down miniature in all exclamation points, and then top hats. Top, the tiniest little top hats. So cute. For like a mouse, like a mouse top hat, but like a baby mouse. Oh, that was, oh, Terry. Terry's too cute, right? I mean, Terry's like, get out of here, Terry. Yeah. So I think we are going to have a raspberry watch because I'm counting this as a raspberry. Tom says something funny, and Yan does a guffaw, and then uh-huh. says, don't eat this one. I spat on it. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fully counting that as a raspberry. Okay. Good for you. I think that that's a solid call. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Terry at one point says his penguin, because he's so rushed, says his penguin looks like Alice Cooper. Yes. To which it I wrote. adorable. Corpse paint penguin, <laughs> which was very, ex- not exciting to anybody here, but, but very exciting to me. Emotional hardcore band name. Is Corpse Paint Penguin? Metal band name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be an emotional hardcore. Yeah, it could be. I just want to see that be a thing now where people just put like elaborate corpse paint on penguins. Not actual penguins, please. (laughs) So Tom's is called Santa and the Company Watch the Queen's Speech. So it's like a whole setup (laughs) where they're all watching. It's pretty funny. But here's the bad news. Remember how we said he overpromised? He's only decorated 10 out of the 24. That's I so, love it. He didn't even get halfway. They're literally just 
dough balls. They're not even dipped. There's a couple faceless. They're fate. They don't even have the outside coating on them. They're this just- is why you do circle shapes. This is why Jake was actually not far off. You do things that are, you do one complicated and then things that are easy. They just said four different design elements. They didn't say four different, completely complicated, right. unrelated. Or two that could be similar, like one's a toy soldier, one's a nutcracker. Same shape, but they're a little bit di- Do you know what I'm saying? One's a space alien, the other one's a whale. That's Carvel. Those aren't the same shape. Yeah, they are, though. The Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss are the same shape. They just turn them. Cookie Puss is an alien? Yeah, Cookie Puss is technically an alien ice cream cake from another planet here to make your birthday better. Gosh, I've never had a Carvel cake, so I just feel like I've missed out on a lot of pop culture. When you come to Pennsylvania, we're going to go. There you go. I would love to try it. So Tom's, they all taste great. And the ones that are decorated look amazing. And we are reminded that he did go to art school. So he might say Van Van Gogh. Yan, hers looks pretty good. She has a snow globe which is a great idea because it's a circle. Snow globe. There you go, Jake. There's also, your circle. Also, we're missing the most basic one in a circle shape would be an ornament. Mm-hmm. A ornament, snowman, snow globe. Yeah. yeah. So they love Yan's flavors. And then it's super cute. She again wins my banter with a host. She says, can I just point out, Paul, that you have glitter on your lips and it looks very pretty. <laughs> He literally has like edible glitter all over his mouth. And Sandy, I think, st- tries to wipe it off. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Yeah. I love it so much. It's adorable. Now, Terry is too short. So he has 22. His display is on a carousel. And the reindeer looks kind of like a dog. But I liked the carousel display. It's good. But Paul says a little bit rough and ready. So not amazing. Bryony has this huge tree display that she's put hers on. She's made Prue and Paul and Sandy and Noel little cake pops. I couldn't really tell what makes each one theirs, except that Sandy's is a lot smaller because they always joke about how short Sandy is. And then Paul's is on. So she used paper straws to be bio-friendly and Paul's breaks in half and just dips down like he's having some sort of dysfunction. And it's a little cheeky bit. But hers are great and fun. And she finished. So she seems to be our winner here. I thought Bryony was the favorite to win when I saw the lineup. I was like, oh, I think Bryony's going to take this. Because people wanted her to be in the finale in her episode, Jake. Yeah. So like, right, right. And I was just like, oh, she is a fan favorite. Yeah. So... If she does well in this, they'll give it to her, was my thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. That makes sense. Tom says in his interview, well, there's only four of us, so I'm already in the semifinals. That was just full of delight. Delight. Positive thinking. And then Yan says, I'm really looking forward to the technical being over. (laughs) 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 Also delightful. And then Bryony (laughs) takes a swig of alcohol, which kind of sets the stage for the technical. Oh, my God. They're all drinking all episode. It's my favorite. Bryony is drinking the entire time. She's like three sheets to the wind by the end. It's delightful. Um, I love it. Have fun with it. It's a holiday episode. I bet they played music. I bet it's really fun. I did also, I thought, 
I was getting ready for Tom to say at any point, like, I'm just chuffed to be here because he's a surprise. He got kicked out early. Mm -hmm. They they tell us, I don't remember him. That should tell you he definitely got kicked out early. He was such a delightful surprise. Yeah. This whole thing. Yeah. And I immediately didn't trust him because of the way he looked. And then I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm coming around. Immediately, I was like, this guy, I roll and I'm a jerk. We've, it's established that I don't trust. It's That's funny because when I saw him, I was like, I remember him. I like him. Good vibes. Can't remember details, but good vibes. I want to go back getting, and watch his season getting now. better. Okay. So immediately Katie saw him and was like Kimberly's boyfriend. I should have been like, Katie's going to not trust him. Maybe. <laughs> now you know. Now I know. Yeah. All right, Jake, tell us about the technical. Well, the technical was a festive sausage roll wreath. It was a sausage fest? I'm so glad. It was a total (laughs) sausage fest. Oh, look at you. I'm so glad that I wasn't the one covering this one. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. So, yeah, but it's, I guess it's probably not your speed uh, now that I think about it. I don't think black pudding is Kimberly's speed. I think we've come up against black pudding before. The raw meat, the grinding and the shaping of the sausage. Yeah, I get you. I totally do. So they're supposed to be neat with uh, flaky golden brown pastry. The sausage is supposed to be well-balanced. And then it's served with the cranberry sauce that they make. It's a Paul challenge. And they have two hours. So yeah, like we said, sausage meat with black pudding filling. So that's, let's not. It's something, (laughs) it's from the inside of an animal, right? Well, it's definitely a byproduct of an animal. Okay. For sure. That's all I need to know. That you know as enough at this point. And it's and specifically they talk about it's puff pastry, which may or may not come up later. I don't know. The instructions are, of course, as usual, sketchy because it's a technical. But the thing they kind of hammer home is that the butter has to be kept cold. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the bake just doesn't work out. Oh, yeah. So while the sausage is getting made... Bryony cries while she cuts onions and has a whole thing about cutting onions underwater. And I thought, what did you guys think when you hear you can cut onions underwater? What did you think? In a shark cage. Yeah, like you just take the onion and the cutting board and the knife down there. How am I the only one who realized what she actually meant? Logical brain. She didn't realize either. So just so you know. She didn't. Cut it in a bowl filled with water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of us are really intelligent. One of us isn't. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> yeah, I know. Three of us are hyper intelligent. Yeah. There's a hyper intelligence that goes into something ridiculous like that. The Maybe both- too literal, though. Maybe <laughs> yeah. like too literal of a mind on that one because, yeah, I was like, oh, let's get underwater and cut that. That's stupid. what I thought, too. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then she starts cutting garlic, at which point, no leaves because he's a vampire. <laughs> Let's go. So Tom turns up the oven and that seems like it might be a bad sign. But let's go through and do the presentations. And Tom is first. So we get to find out whether or not that was a bad idea or not. But Tom has a nice pattern and glaze and the balance of the sausages is and seasoning are nice. And he has a, a flake. So I think he actually does really well. They are a little reserved with some of their praise, I think, for him. But he seems to do well after you hear all the others. So next up is Yan. And she has the, the, her pastry has a nice color. It's a bit dry. 
but the balance of flavors is good. So she also does relatively well. Yeah, yeah. Third up is Bryony. And I thought she had been kind of doing super well through this, but I think they don't seem to have a lot of positive feedback on this. She needs a stronger color and it flattened a bit, which sort of means it was underbaked. So it's stodgy in general. Mm. Oh boy. So it seems like that one is the, is maybe struggled the hardest. She struggled the hardest, but was, I didn't expect it. I did not expect that. She seemed like Mm-mm. she was killing it, but. Mm-hmm. And she points out that she got star baker in pastry week. Right. When it, she was on her challenge. Yeah, so maybe it was just a little bit of, uh, you know, too much feeling themselves. I think it was also too much pressure. If you know you got Star Baker, you know you kind of need mm-hmm. to do well. But also, no one remembers that. I wouldn't remember. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, not, you told us. that We wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah, I would not know that off the top of my head. But Terry has pastry issues and didn't really make the right type of pastry, but he made a pretty nice short crust. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Prue really likes it. And, you know, I think Paul even seems to like the short crust, but he didn't exactly make the right puff pastry. Unfortunately. No, he goes, that wasn't the assignment. Yeah. Too bad. Sorry, Terry. So Tom wins it and Yan comes in second. Terry is third. And, and as I tried not to totally step all over, Bryony is fourth. She does seem to, like, she just didn't pull this one off, which was really surprising. I thought she had... Yeah. I I thought it looked good, but I don't know what a festive sausage wreath is meant to look like, so... I think the fact that it was undercooked was her Yeah, that's true. It was straight up. They were picking it apart and showing her where it's still dough, so that was was rough. But yeah, Tom wins, and I was utterly shocked. I thought he was going to go down in flames because he turned his oven up too high. I thought it was It was a red herring. It was a total red herring. Clever, I would clever. say 95% of the time, if they do that, they don't win. Right? That's been my experience. It's like you you can see where they've made the mistake in the edit if you're paying attention, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. This was the one time that it actually worked in his favor. He actually, like, gets the right texture, in fact, right? Because he turned his oven up. But what was the oven temperature instruction that they were given? That was the question it I It just had. said bake. Was yeah, it? it just said bake, I think. See, so maybe his was supposed to be that hot. It's not like his original tempener was right and then he did the wrong one. He maybe just was wrong at the beginning and then course and he corrected. Made it right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so there you go. Can I just ask Bryony says go hell for leather. Right. Hell bent, hell bent for leather. What is that? That's a Judas Priest song. There we go. <laughs> it's uh it's definitely an expression. I thought it was strange that she would say it in that context. But, you know, okay, sure. Why not? It just means, I think it means just to do something very hard. Full out. Yeah, full full out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the, that's the idea. I would like to, I would like to use that expression in the future. You, go for it. I'm going to forget. I'm hellbent for leather on programming <laughs> my Roku device. Okay. So let's go to the showstopper, shall we? What happens? We're making a gingerbread house. No, not a house. A gingerbread building. Kind of unfair. There's an architect in the group. A little bit. But still, I feel like we've seen gingerbread house before in the Christmas. I feel like we see a version of this every year, almost every year. Kimberly? I don't know. We definitely seen gingerbread house before several times. Yes. But usually it was a choice. Like it, most people chose to go gingerbread because they were making a structure and gingerbread tends to 
lend itself to that. That's true. I think we've seen a gingerbread specific in the finale, but I feel like I've also seen gingerbread people. Mm -hmm. So it could Mm -hmm. be something else. But this needs to be a gingerbread building. It needs to be set in the baker's favorite location for Christmas. And it needs to show two different confection skills. And they have four hours. So, yeah, no biggie. They'll be fine. Favorite part is when Tom says he did it at home. And it took him an hour and a half over the time. That was the best. That is not the idea. Tom Tom. is killing it. Maybe alter your recipe then. You're fundamentally misunderstanding the whole point of doing a practice. You're a full children's length movie (laughs) over time. You're a Lion King over (laughs) the amount of time you have to make this bake, my dude. They basically need to make a crap ton of gingerbread. So much. Which is not as easy as it sounds because, as we've seen before, the problem with gingerbread is you have to balance flavor and it has to also be something that can hold a structure. So this has been the problem in the past that it'll look great, not taste good, Mm -hmm. or taste great, not look good, which we get a little bit of, but not a ton in this. So Noel is immediately bugging Yan who has a (laughs) 208-item list of tasks that she needs to complete in order to finish her Follow the Yellow Brick Road house, which is her home, Yeah, which is where she likes to spend Christmas. Mm -hmm. But holy crap. Seriously. It's like a printout list that's like you keep going and go. It's like 10 pages long. And there's more. Like go. It's it's like it never stops because then the judges come over. Yeah. Oh, no. So then, so Noel comes and she's like, you have to go. He's bugging her. And she's like, yeah, and and I even have some time in here to talk to the judges. So she knew she was going to have to be on camera, like talking to people. So kind of timed it out, but it's like, hey, it's time up. And Noel like goes to hug her and she's like, I know it's crazy, but you have to leave. (laughs) And she's just (laughs) hugging him and laughing, but being like, get out of here, oh man. God. It's so good. And then the judges come over later and it's the same thing. Like, okay, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Bye. I don't mean to be rude. And they're and like, um, like wow. are that four timers on your station? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yep. It's unbelievably complicated. And 208 steps and she do. and she has post-its. Yeah. Like that literally yeah. remind oh. her of when to do things, including You'd have to put the post-its on the timers because you'd forget what they're for, I think. That was my thinking. I was like, I would be like, what does that even mean? But literally one of the post-its says, talk to judges. Oh, yeah. No, it's a disaster. So Terry is making a structure based on the Chrysler building in New York City. And immediately I wrote in all capital letters, why, why, why? Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Building doesn't mean skyscraper. Shine like the top of the Chrysler building. (laughs) Right. Why would you do a tall, skinny building with cookie? This seems very, very difficult. I was yeah, that made me very nervous. Worried, and then says that Paul and Prue are going to be on by the Chrysler building, and they're going to do something. I had no idea what it was. I thought I was it was going to be scared. inappropriate because of the way he said it, because he was so vague. Like, and they're going to be doing something, and I was like. Is this going to be PG? Because what? What, like giving them, giving us the finger? What would they be doing? I knew it was going to be something. Doing something together. Kinetic. Why? I don't know, but that's what I thought he was saying because he was being so mysterioso. So I thought he. Terry? Yes. Oh, my Lord. Because he wasn't telling us. With the, He just said they're going to be doing something. And I, I thought was, they might be holding up the building. 
That could be cute, but I feel like he would say that. I figured they were going to wiggle in some capacity. I wrote well, kinetic. I went to a much darker, dirtier place. Kinetic S is what I wrote, but I didn't just write S. But I knew it was going to be like something because motorized. I don't know why I knew that. The best part, though, is I forgot about it. So by the time when we saw it at the end, I had forgotten. So it was a delightful surprise because I had completely forgotten. I have a question. Do they have to have a motorized or a special element to this cake? No. Because three out of the four have them? Yeah, they don't. No. That was just a showstopper in it to win it thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought I had missed one. Okay. So Bryony is making a steam train, and I got very nervous because a train is not a building. And then she said that she's building the train station. And so that's actually a really smart way to do it because the minute I saw that curved piece on the tin go into the oven, I started to sweat because I cannot tell you, Jake, how many times we've seen people trying to do curves, cylinders, domes, anything that's curved in gingerbread and it just cracks because it cools down too fast or it heats up. It's very temperature sensitive. So I was like, oh, crap. There was a lot of sweaty moments though, I think. There's, yeah, it's rough. But the smart thing that she did was have the train just be half in the station. And I was like, that's really clever because you do this really cool little like barn structure Mm -hmm. and then a half a train. Exactly. Just the, what's the front of the train called? The conductor The part. engine. The engine. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And if and I thought it would be interesting to decorate and pretty simple to decorate with simple but effective. You could do a cool train, you know? I liked it. If she was going to get that curve part right. Tom is doing a building in Edinburgh, which I did not realize to the end, is a club. And that is amazing because he says that it's important to him because It is just this really cool structure that means a lot to him that is, it used to be a bank. Now it's a bar. Mm -hmm. He said it's a bar with a glass dome on top. And I was like, that's a fancy bar. Because it's not a bar, it's a club. club. And I thought that was delightful. And it made me like Tom even more that he's making the club for Christmas building. To go Christmas clubbing. That's my favorite. I was delighted. But he's trying to make a sugar dome for the top. And again, I heard the word dome. (sighs) Sweaty palms. Very stressed out about that. Also, lots of glass windows, mm-hmm. too. So you All have, of them are making glass windows. It, you have lots. Oh, that makes me. It's so pretty, but it's so scary Ugh. to me. No, I'm sorry. Just Tom and Yan. I felt like somebody else made. Did Bryony make something with isomalt sugar, too? It might have just been. Yan was also making windows. Yeah, Yan made total windows. But Tom's were like stained glass right. windows. Mm-hmm. Right. With mm-hmm. like patterns in them. Crazy. Too complicated. Um, so gingerbread automatically is hard because the color of the actual cookie bread, whatever you want to call it, is dark already. It's difficult to tell when it's done. Mm-hmm. It can get burnt really easy. If you overcook it, it loses its flavoring. Mm-hmm. If you undercook it, you can't use it in the way that you need to use it to hold a shape. It's You got to get it right. Like, you got to know. The one bonus that all of them have going in is that they have worked with the Bake Off ovens before, so they are aware of, like, kind of... Oh, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? They're going to know, okay, they cook a little hot, or you need to do it a couple temperatures under... Oh, you know what I learned recently is that before, at the beginning of each day, bakers come in and bake a sponge in each oven to test them every single day. Interesting. 
so that they know that none of the ovens are faulty. Huh. Isn't Which that ba- amazing? Not the bakers, other bakers. Other bakers, like okay. the crew. So, yeah, but I'm a test baker on the, right. the Great British Bake Off. That, that's, I don't know. That's like what I'm also, saying. Also, I hope they donate all of those sponges to charity or something. Home. The, the home charity. My house. A Every house. single day, you're going to have like 12 sponges. Here's 12 new sponge cakes. I hope you like a sponge cake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billy. We're having sponge cake for breakfast again. <laughs> sponge put, some, put some raisins on it. Put the raisins I on it. Nutrients. Okay, anyways. <laughs> well, you're having sponge. Put some granola on it. Okay, anyways. Yan is making eight different sweet treats total when you only have to make two. You have to make two confections. She's One of them is including, what, a flex? You think it's a flex, Jake? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I can make two, but I'm going to make eight. No, but that's a Yan. Yan is like an overachiever. She's going to do it. Including a lime chili yellow brick road. I'm not a fan of those flavors. I don't want that. Mm-mm. I don't want to eat that. Lime chili, but it's like a. I feel like lolly, Paul likes right? chili though. Like, cause it's it's like it's, but that's like a suckable thing. Is basically how you consume it, right? Doesn't Noel try to eat it, and he's like, "Ow, my teeth." Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it might be nice flavor for that kind of candy. If it was like a gingerbread cookie, absolutely not. Miss me. No, no one wants that. Yeah, if it's like a. But Paul candy. loves. Key lime. Yeah, it's true. And he loves mm-hmm. chili, I think. So yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. Tom is using balloons to make his caramel dome, which are filled with water. I was scared of the balloons. And then he's going and like snipping the sides because he got kicked off on caramel week. So he's there trying to like make up for it. And I'm like, oh, I, oh, I don't know. You ain't got to do that, man. You don't got it. You could just do whatever. You could just be like, but I he have had practiced a it at home. And he missed he had it. He practiced by it. The length of Aladdin. Yeah, I know that's true. Why Crap. were the okay. balloons filled with water? Why couldn't they have just been filled with air? Because the temperature transfer. The If you put hot caramel on there, it's a heat thing. And it's if you put the caramel on the balloon, it will pop the balloon. But if you put the water in there, the heat will transfer into the water. I that see. Very smart. Interesting. See, Jake knows science. Well, he, he, he says that's why he did it in the episode. Oh, I missed that. I was just excited. and I was Because I was also like... Why did you put water in there, you dummy? And he's like, here's why, stupid. You could have taken credit for that. I gave you full credit on that. No one here remembered that. Knowledge is a shared thing. It's not owned by one person. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so (laughs) Yan is a machine, this entire thing, and is not stopping for anyone or to breathe or to take a pee. It's a pretty intense ending to this one, I will say, just like the finale was in the last one. They're, the editing is killing me. They're getting down to yeah. it. And they're like, Bryony's putting on her like marzipan roof. And it looks like she's not going to finish. The Chrysler building top keeps falling apart. He forgot to make, Terry forgot to make a piece. Like everyone's got their things, right? The dome, is it will it or won't it? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Will it or won't it? It's like a rom-com. Well, they are, won't they? <laughs> well, they are, won't they? And Yan is so far behind trying to make this in The thing was, the thing she was trying to build was simple. She had way too many elements. She needed to cut two. Yeah. yeah. You could have just done four confections, not eight. Yeah. You know? Sandy and Noel do have a really good time call where they are Mary and Joseph. <laughs> that was fun. I liked that one. Sandy had clearly done the nativity before because she's like, 
What yonder? Like she did the line. Pantomime. Oh, panto. That's like one of the big pantomime things. One thing I, uh, there was another call between Noel and Sandy. You doing all right financially? And she's like, well, I went from (laughs) this to this. I thought it was pretty terrific. Little gingerbread to yeah, fancy an enormous gingerbread, gingerbread really structure. Why do they have fancy gingerbread structures just chilling in the tent? I feel like <laughs> that's, that's a really good up. question. Decoration. Yeah. That's that's jacked up though. You're making a gingerbread building, and there's like, oh, there's that one. I don't know. I feel like that's cruel. So right down to the end, everyone's trying. Tom actually says the f word, which I have. I don't think I've ever heard it on Bake Off. And I would say oh. he says it's ever he it says it twice. apologizes for saying it, then says it two more times. Is it two more times? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. But I was also like, I love British television because they just left Channel it. Channel four. Yeah. They don't they care. Don't care. Yeah. It's yeah. the straight up F word. Yeah. They're like, it's fine. So also I did it got me thinking that like it must be the rule, right? This is a family friendly show. You cannot curse. I don't know how the television system ratings are in England. I mean, Channel 4 is go do what you want to do. Whatever. They literally say whatever they want to say on Channel 4. I think they show whatever they want to show. But they may still have restrictions on particular programs. You know what I mean? So it's like don't say that yeah. on. Well, like here it's different if you're on at 8 o'clock or if you're on at 10 o'clock. Right, totally. You can say different things. Thanks, Dennis. But Bake Off is, but- is specifically like family-friendly show. So I was surprised. Yeah. That's why they get so much heat for how raunchy Matt and Noel have been lately. Um, but they, who said that? I did. And what raunchy? Who gave them heat? All the parenting groups and the audience. Mm. Where? Raunchy I don't heat. know. I, you guys got No, I read an article heat. about it that people were complaining. Yeah. Which is what what I've been saying since the beginning. They're so much more overtly sexual. And normally their jokes are that if you were watching with a five-year-old, they wouldn't get them. It would go right over their head. No big deal. But these are so obvious that even children would get them because they're fully like talking about more obvious things. Yeah. I don't know why I can't think of one thing that was like I'd have to go back to my notes, but I've said it a bunch of times. They're being so much more overt. Remember last episode, Mr. Spoon? No, he's mildly problematic. Keeps trying to get Dave. They, he said he wanted to see Peter naked. He keeps getting Dave to kiss yeah, him. Yeah, but Noel's downstairs. saying that, not Matt Lucas. Oh, well. No, I'm saying the two of them together have amped it up. I am curious about that. Okay, I'm going to go look it up because I am I am curious. Okay, interesting. So, but still, they left the F word in the episode. It was not cut around and they could have just cut it and they didn't. They they specifically put it in, in fact, right? They did, which I found surprising. But Tom was delightful when he messed up and said it. So mm-hmm. it's funny, but I'm sure they had other footage they could have used, right? So it just, it struck me that they left it. Maybe they're trying to harsh up. Yeah, they're like, Netflix wants a little more spice thrown in. Well, let's uh, let's spice up the Christmas episode and see how it goes. It's a year old. <laughs> drop an F-bomb yeah, in yeah. there. That's where they can make the topless cake challenge. Next Christmas. Remember we talked about this erotic cakes? Yeah, That's right, so. erotic cake challenge. They're tra- they also left this F-bomb in knowing that Matt Lucas was coming on and the jokes would get more overtly sexual. So they were trying to warn people up like, this isn't the family friend. This isn't your grandma's bake-off anymore. This well, is so like no, your- maybe it was, wasn't was in last year when it was in England, but then they saw what a 
crap show 2020 has been. And they've been like, America needs the F-bomb. So we're going to put it in for the Netflix edit for the states. The only thing that would have made it better is if it had been Prue. That would <laughs> yeah. have made it great. Yeah. I would have loved that. Um, you know she swears like a sailor sometimes. Probably. I feel like she's one of those posh ladies that actually swears. And it, it's funny when they do it because it's ironic seeming. Like Julie Andrews. I like that. So they finish up. It's very sweet. They all actually finish in some respect, most respects. And they do a big Merry Christmas hug. And it's very heartwarming and sweet. And we go to the judging. So Yan is up first. It's very messy. Yeah. But in my opinion, it's very Christmassy. It's very cute. She tried. She did her best. And the best part is everything tastes incredible. She did Mm -hmm. a great job across all of her flavors, but compared to all the other bakes that we see, it is not good. Yeah. She did a bad job. She She had too many things. Yeah. She did. She just had too many. She was overambitious, which was her problem in the show and her problem now. If she had had 190 steps instead of 208 and focused on those 190 with details, would have been better and less messy. I think she needed like 90, not yeah, not 190. She needed five pages, not yeah. 40 pages. Classic yeah. doing too much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Tom is next, and we have the club. And I was really excited because this is when I realized it was the club because it had sparkly windows. And I loved the light features. I got really excited. It looked like... I did. It's the cake. And I don't know if... Sorry, is it the Abbey in New York that was a church? Oh, you with the limelight? Yeah, it's the limelight with the church. It's the limelight. Yeah, so it made me think of that. His looks great. His truffles were a little dense for Prue, but Paul liked them. They liked his gingerbread. It was good. Everything was good on his as well. Nothing earth-shattering, but overall very good. Bryony had a Christmas train of adorable, is what I wrote, because it's really stinking cute. She drops a little dry ice in the steam engine and it like steams out over the top. I think that's what she did. I couldn't see. I would imagine. Yeah, they don't show, but. It was such a cute thing to have the dry ice come out and it was like her steam chain. Didn't you feel like her icing work was kind of messy, though? I thought it was super cute. I felt like it could have been neater. Probably, but the amount of elements that she did, I was like, okay. Because I thought that Terry's could have been neater, too. Because it's like they're all fine if you're far away like this. Does that make sense? But when when they start doing detail, I was like, oh, yeah, it's not the best. Well, and Tom's, too. The dome had, like, space. You know know what I'm saying? It It wasn't a perfect. Right. But, like, overall. The overall from far away or you're fogging your eyes, then it's good. So... The best part of hers was that you open the top of the train and there's little booze bottles inside. Mm-hmm. Pretty A little clever. bribe for the judges. Pretty smart. It's amazing. I thought that was really cute. Her gingerbread was very good. And Paul notices right away that there's turmeric in it. And Bryony had said earlier in the episode, I add turmeric because it gives it an earthy flavor. And Paul literally says, oh, did you put the turmeric in this? It gives it an earthy flavor. Yeah. He says what she yep. said. Mm-hmm. I was like, he nailed yeah. it. That mm-hmm. was amazing. So many of those are flavors. You're like, he does know what he's talking about. Well, I feel like it, it, she knows what she's talking about. Like, he, he gets, she gets validation from Paul as like, yes, this is exactly what it does. I know. 
And now we're at the showstopper to end all showstoppers, which oh is Terry's God. Chrysler building. And they say, well, now does it do something? And he's like, pull the lever, pull the lever. The top explodes, confetti comes out, confetti <laughs> cannon. And all of a sudden, these two figures pop up and start gyrating. And Paul's on one side, Prue's on the other. And they're like, wiggling, 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 wiggling. They're dancing. Yeah. And you could tell it was them. It was supposed to be them. They're having a seizure. It's a full <laughs> seizure, but it's amazing. It's amazing. Even just the lever I thought was impressive. There was a lever that you, like, it A was, lever. Through the switch. Like that kind of, exactly. you know. They show none of it in the buildup. Right. You yes. don't no. see him building so any of those So it was a surprise parts. to all of us. Yeah. It was so brilliantly done and Prue gave the most genuine hearty laugh which I felt like was the best part ridiculous and perfect Mm -hmm. it was I loved it so they did he did great the gingerbread had a good taste they think it was a little underbaked which I don't see as possible because it was able to stand up so straight. I totally was thinking the exact same thing. How was it standing up like the Chrysler building well, if it was Well, yeah, you said it was too soft, which seems like, what is that? Like, yeah. how is it standing up? It's three feet tall. I thought he specifically said too soft, which might be a mixed thing. You know what I mean? Instead of like, Oh, you think it's like he put too much brown sugar in it or something like that. Yeah, so the, so the consistency is a little too squishy for what it's not the snap that the, cause they're all about the snap on the gingerbread, I think, too, right? So I think maybe his mix was off. Well, that was my takeaway. Because, yeah, you're right. Like he baked it for the right amount of time, it stood as a building, but. Well, that's crap. Yeah. Oh my God. I, we forgot to say the cutest part was when he's decorating the top layer, he's standing on a stool. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't see it. Yeah. it. They cut to his feet and he's standing on a step stool. And then they cut pan up and he's working on the top layer because it was so tall. I love that. Honestly, on the whole, I thought his was very impressive. Totally. I couldn't tell if I was glad the judges were impressed because for, I thought maybe I'm just a simpleton who's wowed with bells and whistles. You know, and I'm like, oh, I just, I was in, like, I had goosebumps. I thought it was so cool, but they had the same reaction. So I was like, okay, cool. It's really is impressive. It's not just me because I'm dumb. You've been a harsh critic on this challenge, Kimberly. Who do you think was the best? Terry's. You do? I do. I thought Tom's looked the neatest. Like by neat, I mean the opposite of messy. I thought Mm -hmm. it looked really delicate and very pretty and cool. Even though the dome wasn't perfect and the dome was like the shining glory. The dome thing as much. I noticed the windows were incredible. The bottom was Oh, it was all jagged. So Um, he had to just like set it on the top and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, but I thought Tom's or Terry's was great. Yeah. My least favorites were Yan and Bryony's was actually my least favorite, to be honest. Why? There just was, I don't know, I wanted color or something. There was no, it was all white and gingerbread. And so it seemed kind of simple to me. Mm, Okay. And then the steam part was kind of a bells and whistles thing. I think I was just impressed when she was able to make the train. Yeah. Yeah. Because the I I was so worried. (laughs) I was really worried. Jake, who did you like the best? I think I honestly like Bryony's the best. I thought it was, it worked the best for me. The effect was the nicest and it it was simple. But that's not a criticism, you know what I mean? Like it it worked, like the dry ice is a nice idea. You don't have to build, uh, you know, electrical switch 
<laughs> to get dry ice to come out. You could just put friggin' dry ice in the thing. So I like it that. But I have a theory about Terry. I'm not trying to to like take the wind out of his sails or anything. But do you think he made the top explode because he couldn't get it together? Because they kind of show him struggling. I think the top was going to explode. I think so that I was think pre-planned. It, you do, sure. okay, yeah. I don't think that could have been a last-minute decision. Okay, that was what I was wondering because I was like, "Is that what he's going? Did he? Did he? Because he doesn't tell you what he's going for." So I thought maybe he left it open, and is like, "Dang it, this guy's not working." But I think that's why it was the most important part that he couldn't get those things to cover it, so it was going to be visible that it was going to and ruin the illusion of the Chrysler Building, which you have to have that top. But I like Terry's the best, too. Oh, okay. Okay. I did. That's what I think of as a show, like you said, the ultimate showstopper. Yeah. Okay, so now it's the end. They're going in to judge. And they bring out, what did did they bring outside? Parts of their things that were kind of half broken apart by the judges, which is always kind of a bummer to me. I wish the audience outside, their family and friends, could see it before the judges hack into it. So No, but they'll see it on TV. They'll see it on TV. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was weird because then immediately after, they show the cakes lined up. Yeah, they shoot that part probably first and then do the judging. But that was confusing to me in the timeline. I was like, yeah. okay, so, all right. So they bring out to family and friends, which is the moment that I remembered that this was filmed the year prior. No matter. I thought they had brought Sandy back. Uh, so the minute that there were a bunch of people there and they weren't wearing masks, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> here we go. We're filmed a year earlier. And wow, remember? Hey, guys. What remember? it was like? Uh, no. There's not a single joke about this year has been crazy. Nothing right, like that. Right. That'll be next year. And then next year, maybe we'll be through it and it will be like, oh my God. I'm hoping in 2022, we'll get the 2021 episode and it'll be like, this year has been a redemption for 2020. No, but we're going to get this year's. Yeah. Like the one that's filmed. For sure. Next year in 2021. So 2022, like Kimberly was saying. So in 2022 is the one I'm looking forward to. No, but what I'm hoping is that next year when we're watching that one, It'll be a little bit better. And so we'll be like, oh my God, we made it through, remember? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that'll be so nice. Or maybe. Knock on wood. So family and friends are there. It's great. Everybody puts on like funny hats, like reindeer ears. And like, this is when Noel donned the famous Union Jack Mohawk hat that Kimberly purchased for me that I already have unpacked. And I love it. It's my favorite hat. That's awesome. The judges have to decide between gimmick or gingerbread. Mm-hmm. We've kind of made our decision. Kimberly, would you like to announce the winner of the holiday special? Me? You. Yes. I think we should all do it together. I think you should do it because I think that y- she is a particular favorite. Sorry. This person is a particular favorite of yours that you have spoken about. So I think it should <sighs> be you. Well, on the episode, Noel says Macaulay Culkin is going to introduce which is another joke about Sandy. Pretty pretty close to Macaulay's outfit, though, in, I think, Lost in New York specifically. I was like, yeah, it's, all, it's pretty dead on. And her whole vibe is like little boy, like Bobby Hill. She's kind of just like has a little boy vibe most of the time when she dresses like in like big sweaters and stuff. It's like, that's little boy. And before you announce, Jewel means Christmas. Oh, there, there you we go. go. Beautiful. Okay. 
So I, me, Macaulay Culkin has the delightful task to announce the winner. The winner is Bryony. Yay! 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 I was very surprised, I have to be honest. Oh, I thought she was going to get it. Yeah, I thought she did great. I thought it was great. I, also, we didn't even talk about the roof. Oh, yeah, the marzipan roof was really cool. Yeah, and tasted good also. It wasn't neat, though. I know what you're saying, Kimberly. It wasn't perfectly lined up. But it looked cute, rustic. It was finished. It was finished, so. And her cake pops were the best, but she was in the bottom of the technical. But I don't think the technical counts for that much. Which has made zero difference all last year. And now, again, I forget the technical. I'm done with it at this point. Maybe next time you put the bake times or you just get what you get. They'd never so do. Get, would you get second section? I feel like Paul basically just gets to decide the winner because I don't feel like Prue was as enamored with Bryony's bakes, and I feel like Paul was. And then Prue says she wishes she could give them to all the bakers, which is very nice. And they say that at most finales, but like I felt it from her. I really felt like she wanted to give it to like Terry maybe or Tom. Yan, I don't think was in the running, but I feel like Terry could have gotten there. And so I feel like Paul just gets to decide, basically. Right. Well, I think the producers pick this. That's probably true, too. Brian is a fan favorite of this show. That's true. And a great spokesperson for the franchise of Bake Off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was happy that she won, even if she wasn't the best, because she's a great person. And I'm like, good. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody there seemed... This was a very happy competition, this specific one, because everybody just seemed happy to be there and happy to, like, bake and get another shot. And they all did well. Nobody failed completely, right? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. Yan only failed because she was going for the gold, right? Yeah. And so you can't even say Uh it wasn't even that bad. She tried really hard and did so many things, and hers tasted probably the best of anyone. They loved the flavors. They loved the flavors. Call out the flavors Mm -hmm. for sure. So I don't know. I feel like nobody failed. Tom got his redemption. Paul said he'd never seen anything like it in the tent. Like, it was a one-of-a-kind. People will talk about it for years to come. They'll probably use that footage of his showstopper in montages for a future seasons. They absolutely will. I thought about that. That's going to be in the montage now because it's so good. So I think everybody got a win here. Yeah, I was so happy with it. Me too. I feel like... We needed this one to be good. Yeah. And it really was. Yeah. Like, I thought the whole Bake Off season was good, and I thought this was just a cherry on the cake. The raspberry on the cake. The final missing raspberry on the cake. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. That's all. I'm going to not even say anything negative. I agree. But you feel like she shouldn't have won. No, no, no. I'm so happy she won. I feel like hers was a bit of a carryover from her season type of win even though they say they don't do that. but I'm not mad at that. No. I'm not mad. I love her, and she was my favorite going in. So I'm totally so happy she won. And again, I can't taste the bakes, so I'm not tasting them. Right. So, no, I totally agree. No, I was what I was going to say was more about the season we just covered, which I've said repeatedly, which Katie, I know, does not agree with, that the bakers overall are not as creative or as, like, do these outstanding memorable bakes as much as we usually see. And I feel like these four bakers gave us some outstanding and memorable bakes. 
I actually did want to tell you, I forgot, thank you for reminding me, when they were showing sort of flashbacks of the people, Jake, did you notice this too? Specifically with Terry, when they're showing like his portrait and then they show the week he got kicked off and he's trying to make that Eiffel Tower cake, which is again why I got nervous because he was going to make a skyscraper in the showstopper. I looked at the technical difficulties of that cake and then Yan's cake and some of the other things that they were showing us that Even Tom's cake with the bird's nest on Carmel Week that he got kicked off. I was like, see, I feel like that cake might have been a top cake this season. And I I thought, and I thought, I was like, Kimberly might be right. Huh, interesting. So I need to go back and watch a little bit. But you might be right, Kimberly. I may be blinders on. Thank you. I very much appreciate that. I think I liked the people, but you're right. The quality of the bakes were a little different this season. And again, they are shorter time period. They are much rushed season. They have a few less days to practice in between bakes. That makes a huge difference. Plus the bubble being away from their family, like all of that. So I'm not necessarily saying it's them in particular, but I just feel like overall, I don't really remember most of the bakes from this season. Like I, I think you might be right. Yeah, because there weren't these exceptional things for the most part. There were things that were good, And it's, I think the things that were good are things that are hard for us as the viewer to see, like Peter's flavors. We can't see that. So Paul might say he's one of the best bakers we've ever had. To us, we're like, okay, but I can only see the visual spectacular, and I don't see a ton of visual spectacular this season. I need that bread, that bread that is in the shape of a lion. That's incredible. Yeah. I would like an actual Alice Cooper penguin next time, and I will have none of it, the rest of it. I'm finished. But the best part about this past season is we got that showstopper with the melting heads of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury and Blink-182. Like, that is burned in my brain forever. Not for good reasons, but still memorable. So I'm here for it. I think that should be the starting thing from now on. Do a famous bust. That should be the famous bust. Yeah, Yeah, the opener. Maybe. Every time. You know what you're in for, so you better practice for eight months leading up, and it better look good. And then no one gets to miss out because no one's been kicked off yet, so everyone gets a chance to do their celebrity icon. We get to know who they are as bakers right away by who they pick and by how they execute it. Or judge them recklessly and then take it back later. (laughs) Sorry, Dave. Apologies. Of the monsters yeah. factor. Yeah. Also, okay. blanket apology to Lupita because that looked nothing like you. So sorry. Sorry, Lupita. Sorry, Bowie, the state of David Bowie. There were so many. Sorry, the state of Freddie Mercury. The, nobody. Sorry, that good. author, that poet that none of us knew, but you looked Chris, beautiful. All of Oh, Chris. <laughs> my neck turns all the way He was supposed to be doing that. Watch as my neck breaks. Watch, see the moment as Watch as I'm an owl. Oh my God. Owl human. Oh my God. And they were like, this is great. I think there's a famous painting of him, a picture of him probably crossing the finish line with his head like that. And I think that's why it's like that. But I don't think his head, I guarantee you, his head is not perpendicular to his shoulder. I guarantee you, because that would mean if it's over, if his chin crosses the threshold here, we're in trouble and you need to see a priest. He's on mutant growth hormone. It's uh, been outlawed by the International Cycling <laughs> Association, but he <laughs> took it anyway. Sorry, I don't really mean to totally accuse you of something like that, but there's no such thing as mutant growth hormone. So, <laughs> so I love so. it. All right. 
Anyways, thank you guys for joining us for our special holiday coverage. Jake, on the whole, what'd you think? Terrific. I'm totally in the festive mood for the holidays now. You are? Yeah. I listened to some holiday music while we were getting ready. Did you listen to anything by Wham? Do you recommend Wham's holiday music? Is that your... No. (laughs) I'm just asking. Did you hear anything by Mariah? Not yet. I mean, I have heard it out in the wild a little bit. Yeah. You got carried away, as they say. (laughs) It's almost as bad as I was like, I was really into Rod Stewart during the camouflage era. And my mom was like, oh, you're hooked on the rod, are you? You're hooked on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it with that. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you. Be safe. Take care of each other. Take it. Wear a mask. All right. On your mark. Get set. A day with a day with a big holiday edition. Holiday special. When it's love you take, I'll be the fire. (laughs) I'm gonna try to make that work. We Is that a Christmas that song? song? Nobody, no, no, but Kimberly never learned it. She didn't even listen to it. I still don't know what you're talking about. Is that that song from the very first episode? Yes. Rod Stewart, Brian Adams, and Did Sting sing. Yeah, it's all for love. All for one and all oh, for it's love. All for one and one for, I thought it was all for one and one for all. And then they say... When there's someone that you know, gotta let your feelings show and make it all for one and all for love. See? Do know it. I got it now. You've been singing it all season. I've been singing it from the top. It's not in that. It's in Three Musketeers. Damn it, I keep forgetting. You're thinking of the other Brian Adams song. You're thinking of everything I do, I do it for you. They're very different. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I failed at both at karaoke. Yeah, I had yeah, to leave the know, theater and have my mom come <gasps> pick me up during that movie. So Because the witch is scary. Because the witch is wow. scary. Wow. Yeah. You don't remember. Go back and watch. She's scary. I was a little old for that movie probably to be scared by that witch. I was on to some heavier stuff by that point in my life. You were on the rod. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Don't get hooked on the rod, you guys. What is it? Sport. Spoil, spare the rod, spoil the child. <laughs> spare the rod, spoil the Jake. Oh, this is your brain. This is your brain on rod. The sugar, let me know. Basically, they need to make a crap. Oh, sorry. It's Joni. Sorry. All right, hold on then. If we're breaking, I'm going to. Oh, you need to go to the bathroom? Sure. Hello? Hello? Hello, I'm I'm recording Bake Off. Okay. Love you. Say hi to the Bake Off people. Hi, Joni. Hi, everybody. Watch the Bake Off. I love it. Okay, but it's listen to it. But <laughs> Listen to it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> love you, daughter, Kimberly. Okay. Bye. I'm so behind on all your shows. I keep listening to them two and three times each. That's what's taking me so long. <laughs> They're so funny each time. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. Please don't paint penguins. I have a funny idea. Have you seen 
I might have to take this off because it is actually a very funny, lucrative idea. Okay. Have you seen people, they buy like landscape portraits or whatever at the Goodwill and they paint in like cartoon big... Corpse paint into but them. No, they, they paint in like cartoon Bigfoot and like things like that. So it's like this grace, this like picture of Thomas Kincaid and then there's like a Bigfoot oh, coming that's funny. out. Right, right. But what if you took children's pictures and did corpse paint on... It's totally done and you've seen it. And it's just I've seen zombies bubbling into your brain, but I haven't seen like I haven't seen kiss makeup. It's done. definitely been done on like for like portrait. Unfortunately, it's a great idea. Can can I do it anyways? <laughs> you can, you can if you can sell it. Well, I'm looking for a different answer, which is no, I haven't. Jake, she's not on social media. It's not her fault. You should get on social media at this point. The answer is, no, I haven't seen it. Yes, you're the smartest person here. Three, yes, you're going to make a million dollars. A million dollars, yeah. That corpse paint on random paintings is a million, it's like a billion dollar idea. (laughs) Bad friend. All right, keep going. I was trying to save you. That's like, that takes effort. You know what I mean? So you want to do effort on a thing? Yeah, I need more projects, you know. Go ahead. (laughs) Let's keep going. 